Coast FM 963, home of the great classic hits and also home of the gardening gang. We have an amazing event coming up in a couple of weeks' time, the inaugural Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. It's going to highlight lots of gardens across the Central Coast that are obviously edible. There's some yummy veggies and fruits and nuts and all sorts of things in there. It celebrates the many ways that gardeners on the Central Coast can create food security, build personal and community resilience while regenerating soils and converting waste into precious resources. Lots of things are happening there and I have one of the gardeners here that are participating in the Edible Garden Trail, Kerry Anderson of Synergy Permaculture Central Coast. Welcome to the Gardening Gang. Kerry, you've been here before, though. I have. A couple of months back, we did a bit of a chat on green manure, but it's a pleasure to be back with you again, Cheryl and Pete. A lot of people got a lot out of that with green manure crops. So it's really good fun. I'm always so keen to just promote different ways of doing things, especially Mm -hmm. organic techniques and, of course, absolutely things that build the soil. Well, this is a big opportunity for you to showcase your own personal garden. And I tell you what, I think I'm going to come and have a sneaky peek. So it'll be a really good opportunity for myself and lots of people to come and have a look at your garden and lots of others. But whereabouts on the Central Coast is your garden? Um, I'm based at Holgate and that's Mm -hmm. just five minutes from Erina or five minutes from Lisrow. So really central area. A lot of people don't know the suburb of Holgate, but they typically know Matcham. And it's a permaculture-based garden? It is a permaculture-based garden. We um, bought the property 17 years ago and Mm -hmm. it was a a very old garden with a lot of large established trees that weren't sort of edible, Um, a lot of deciduous trees and a few just citrus trees. We think it was the original kind of property in that area and um, probably there was a lot more citrus trees, I suspect. So 17 years we've owned the place. I didn't know a lot about gardening when I started out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, from 2006 onwards, I really started my intensive study of permaculture and organic techniques. Mm -hmm. And uh, since then, I've been sort of incrementally um, implementing my permaculture design, which has been fantastic. And learning about the property, more about, you know, the aspect and the weather conditions and the soil and, and, yeah, what does well in our area, which is, of course, the huge advantage of participating um, as a, you know, a ticket holder in the Edible Garden Trail because you get to see what grows in your area. What led you to want to join the Edible Garden Trail? Well, my journey with permaculture and organic gardening is that I I, I studied for a couple of years and then I actually Mm -hmm. decided that it was my life's mission and I wanted to become a teacher. And uh, so I've been teaching permaculture and sustainability subjects for, yeah, Quite a while now, since okay. I think about 2008, <laughs> 2009, and uh, teach at a combination of places um, privately, um, mm-hmm. out in communities, so for different councils around the area, and also for TAFE. Right, so it's a good opportunity to share right there at the Garden Gate what you you do, and I love the fact that you you're putting into practice what you're preaching in a way as well. So. I know you had a bit of a celebrity visit, and it's not Pete, (laughs) during the week. Costa came to have a look at your garden, a few others as well. I know, look, it's everybody's dream, but... It's everybody's dream. Everybody's everybody's a little bit jealous, I understand. And a bit scared as well. I have to say, I've met Costa, but he hasn't been to my garden, so I'd I'd find it a bit scary, (laughs) to be honest. I've I've met Costa numerous Mm -hmm. times because, of course, you know, I hang out trying to absorb as much information still as possible because it's a constant journey of learning 
learning with gardening and with permaculture and organic techniques. Yep. And, um, you know, I, yeah, he's just such an awesome human being, as you know, because you got to hang out with yes, him recently yes, at the yes. Arboretum. Yep. Um, and, you know, he's just a, a very personable human being, very mm-hmm. heart-centred, very passionate about um, all things nature and preserving our beautiful planet Earth. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yes, a little bit daunting in one way, but just just an awesome, amazing right. opportunity. And, um, yeah, it was fantastic. I'm not going to ask you what he ate out of your garden, but if, if I came to your garden during this garden trail, what is it that you've got in your garden that's a little bit different or you think that people might really enjoy seeing? Well, I- Partly it's the techniques, which I'll talk about secondly because you Mm -hmm. asked specifically about the edibles. Yes. Um, In permaculture particularly, we're really trying to future-proof our gardens. So, you know, the concerns about climate change and food security and changing weather patterns. Of course, we've had so much rain the last two years and the year or two prior to that we had a really dry period. So you've got to have a a garden design that's resilient Mm. and plants that are more resilient. So a lot more perennials in my garden, so things that last, um, you know, a number of years. More than a season, yeah. Yeah, more than a season. So definitely have my annuals in there that we all know and love, the the edibles and the veggies that you would grow during this warm period of the year as well as at other times of the year, of course, the cool season crops, yes. but the perennials. So really trying to future-proof and also give that resilience but also diversity, which is a really important principle in permaculture. Mm-hmm. So I've got some things like longevity spinach, Okinawa spinach. Yeah. Both of those are perennials and are, co- are a constant in my garden. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to build up that, yeah, diversity is so super important. And as I said, it just provides a bit of a an insurance policy that you've always got something edible out there. I can always go into my garden and make multiple meals from what's, you know, abundant at that time of year. Sounds, sounds a little bit different. I know we're always on the annuals all the time with a lot of our gardening shows. I try to get some permaculture in there, which I really do love. Not the expert like you are so I think this is a great opportunity because the gardens are for the most part on our first ever edible garden trail they are permaculture gardens as well aren't they yeah mostly um this event is um under the umbrella of permaculture Mm -hmm. central coast our wonderful local um community organization promoting all things permaculture Mm. and um many of the gardeners already are existing members of permaculture central coast Mm. and on this journey for a while now but it also has attracted some um new people to the group and they are definitely all practising organic techniques but not necessarily um, what we'd strictly call permaculture. Not that it has to be a strict (laughs) strict thing. It's It's really just about being in tune with nature and and that's, you know, what we're all about. Totally. Yeah, sharing that knowledge, sharing the different hints and tips and Mm -hmm. also just showing you what can grow in this local bioregion. Would this be something that you would recommend for other gardeners out there, be they budding gardeners or more advanced ones as well, for next year to put their hand up and say, yep, I'll be part of this? Look, the more diversity in gardens that we have open, Mm -hmm. um, the better for the participants coming along to learn and see different techniques. Of course, this trail already, we've got 35 or so um, private gardens, which Mm -hmm. would not ever normally be accessible to the general public, um, and also five or six community gardens. Yep. Um, All of the gardens, whether normally community or or individual gardens, will be um, 
having the host present to give information yep. as much as possible uh-huh. and there'll be signage around about the different techniques we're using and, and so forth. But yeah, the more diversity, the better, because we've got, um, th- even this time, between really t- small gardens, really, really tight spaces yes. to large acreages to, as I say, community gardens. It's a fantastic opportunity. And thank you so much for opening your garden as well. Thanks a lot, Kerry. Thanks and so uh, as always, I just love talking permaculture with you. <laughs> Me too. All right. You're listening to Coast FM 963 and you're at home with the Gardening Gang.